Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lettaham. Thank you for joining us on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. I am Dave. And you know, uh, we are now episode three of season two, and uh, if there's one thing you know about me and this podcast, other than the fact that we originate in Nashville and uh, talk to a lot of Nashville artists and songwriters, um, I just don't like the way that, and I think it's just human nature, but we have this tendency to put people in, in, in little boxes, in containers, saying, well, he's country and she is pop and, and maybe she is a folk artist, you know? And I, I've always hated that when people came up to me and say, what kind of music do you play? And my pat answer has always been, well, hopefully good music. I mean, you'll decide that, you know? I just hate putting it into a genre. And I love some of the past uh, artists and songwriters that we've had on the show. Like in season one, we had Olivia Francis, who's one of my dear friends. And Olivia, she describes her style as sunshine story pop. And I think it really describes what she does well. And then we had an incredible artist. I remember Jamie Harris, who I just absolutely love. Um, some really great Americana people would say, but she calls it folk and roll. And again, I think it's a great description of what she does. Now, our guest today kind of falls, uh, again, trying to put you in a category. I was going to say in that category, but check this out. They say, like on his bio, Eric Stuckey, his name is. He's, he's got like, if you, if you imagine the vocals of uh, Jack Johnson or, or Jason Mraz, and then you combine it with his passion for lyric writing, folk instrumentation with a big band arrangement, and even a little island influence as you're going to hear, because he spent some time in St. Thomas, uh, and then you're going to get Eric Stuckey. So I look forward to talking to him about his style, his songwriting. I think you're going to enjoy what he's got. And as a little example, I'm going to play something from his newest record, which is called Good Vibrations. And this is Don't Stop Raining. So check it out. Get a feel for Eric Stuckey, I guess. By the way, Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dave. And later on, we're going to have you play live around this dining room table.
raining I won't be complaining If we end up staying in this bed I'm just saying Shut the blinds, turn the lock A great day to take it off I love the sound of every drop So don't stop raining, rain don't stop How do you not feel good listening to something like that? <laughs> the song is called Don't Stop Raining. It's from their new record called Good Vibrations. From our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast, Eric Stuckey. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Thanks for having me. I appreciate coming by. Absolutely. Sitting around the dining room table. I know we're going to hear some music from you in just a little bit. You know, uh, we talked about those big band arrangements, and boy, you hear it in that song right there. Where was that recorded? And tell me about the musicians you had to bring in to do something like that. So that was recorded at uh, Warner Chapel on Music Row. Sure. Yeah. And um, so uh, right off the bat, uh, the first musician that comes to mind is uh, Vinny Sicilski. Uh-huh. And he w- he's playing trumpet and flugelhorn wow. on that. And um, and he played for Lyle Lovett for 18 years <laughs> in his live touring band. And wow. Lyle's a huge influence of mine. Um, I love his concoction of things, you know, and he's kind of one of those guys. It's hard to stick him Again, in a box. Yeah. A gender bender, a genre yeah, bender. Yeah. yeah. Genre yeah. bender. Genre <laughs> bender, as I say. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. So that must have been a thrill. I mean, because I've read your bio and I, I know that mandolin is your first instrument, right? Mm-hmm. You p- yep. picked it up at a young age. Yep. And that, so you were very much influenced by Newgrass Revival and the great Sam Bush. Totally. Right? But then also artists like Lyle Levitt, like you say, mm-hmm. and James Taylor. And then when you recorded this record, you had some of the same musicians that played for these guys. Yeah. That must have been a thrill. And a dream come true, huh? A dream come true. Yeah. I, I love... I love listening to the album, (laughs) my own album. And and just because um, of all the great people who made it what it is, you know, as a songwriter, you write a song and you kind of have an idea of what you want, but the magic hits when those guys get in the studio and they, and they bring it, they blow it up in a way that, you know, it, for, I grew up in Colorado, not a, not a lot of music out there compared to this part of the country or Southern California. And so this was my first album recorded here. You're in Nashville. Yeah. Here Mm -hmm. in Nashville since I moved here. And so to, to have that kind of talent on your stuff is, is really amazing. Dan Dugmore played on a lot of stuff. He's, you know, Played for James Taylor on a wow. pedal steel guitar and a whole list of people. So, wow. um, some uh, it just surreal. You it's know? A, like pinch yourself. Am I dreaming? Oh, kind yeah. of moment, right? Yep. Yeah. yep. Gives you chills when you hear it come back. On, <laughs> you know, on the playback, it's like that's my stuff. That's my stuff. <laughs> yeah, playing on my stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, it's called Songwriter Connection, so we like to focus in on the craft of songwriting through sure. the eyes of the songwriter. So uh, that song's a great song, and I saw a. Um, a video of that of you on the uh, just you and acoustic guitar doing that and I want to say it was in the RFD network uh, I so I, I was on RFD TV and TV, I played okay. that yeah. song was Easy On Me Easy On I Me played. okay I thought it was this one but okay yeah. I, I must have seen this video somewhere yeah uh, I have a music video up um, and on YouTube and stuff. on YouTube so yeah. maybe that was the one you saw yeah I am interested in the story behind that song um, and, and your co-writer mm-hmm. and, and how it all came about so uh, Bob Ray is the mm-hmm. co-writer on that, and then 
the producer Paul Allen um, also uh, wrote the chord bridge once we kind of got into the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob and I sat down and wrote that song, and we we were going through like we were meeting up several times a week and just writing and writing for a good couple months, and we really got in a swing of things, you know, where uh, we'd sit down as is like uh, we could just you know we were just in the groove. And he's a, I don't know if you're familiar with Bob, but he is a phenomenal songwriter and um, has a few albums out uh, and really a blessing for me to get to meet him. And, you know, he's kind of been a mentor in a way and just his creativity uh, is is really impressive to me and I love writing with him. Um, So we, uh, you know, I had, I I had kind of the the chord groove Mm -hmm. um, that I worked out and so I brought that to to our songwriting meeting, and um, and you know, right off the bat, he just kind of starts singing, "Don't stop, don't stop raining." Wow! You know? And um, it and spoke it was, to him. Yeah, and it was yeah. you know it was one of those pouring rain days. <laughs> it was in the spring, you know, so rain just you know borderline hurricane <laughs> here in Nashville, and. Um, so that that's where the song you know came out of, and and you know I love you. You take that. that rainy day and you twist it into something positive, and you make this feel good song. You know, yeah, and, and which the, is cool. The thing about that is Bob, you know, he he was a uh, working cattleman and log house builder for a lot of his wow. life, mm-hmm. um, and I, I've you know I've worked on ranches and in the agriculture uh, vein, and um, and rain really dictates a lot of what you can do in a day sometimes it's like you got to take the day off because you know (laughs) so it's a little different than the um and sometimes you're praying for rain (laughs) and sometimes you're praying for rain because it's like i need a day off yeah uh, so that's kind of where the idea we both had that in common it's like you know sometimes rain is uh as opposed to you know a lot of nine to five jobs and stuff that are indoors it's um Mm -hmm. those are the vacation days so (laughs) that's that's kind of how that how that a twist came about. It's a very cool twist. Thank you. you. Always got to have a twist. Let's talk about your uh, upbringing and how it all started. You you grew up in Colorado mm-hmm. in the mountains. Whereabouts? Uh, in Montrose. Montrose, and that is in the San Juan Mountain Range, kind of at the foot of um, a lot of you know fourteen thousand. I think the San Juans have the most fourteen thousand foot peaks wow. in the whole Rocky Mountain Range. Oh, uh, you know which. Starts in Canada and ends in Mexico. So wow. um, there's there's lots of them there. Um, and Telluride is nearby, which is a ski resort. That's, sure. that's about an hour south of us. So I grew up skiing there. Wow. And uh, then you're also kind of on the border of, if you drive an hour west, you're now in Utah. Okay. And which, so the scenery, you know, there's a Got lot going on there. Breathtaking. And, oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's yeah. a really great place. So Yeah. Wow. So how did you get interested in music? Well... I mean, I have always been into music from dancing around, listening to Mary Chapin Carpenter or mm-hmm. James Taylor in, you know, in the living room. Um, when, I, when I really got the bug for playing was when I saw Mark O'Connor, oh, uh, who is, you phenomenal. probably know, phenomenal sure. multi-instrumentalist. He was playing the mandolin at a little uh, bluegrass festival in Silverton, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I just remember at eight... Um, seeing that guy do stuff on that little instrument, you know, about my size, mm-hmm. just perfect for me, high pitched, you know, and yeah. um, and uh, after that, it was like I want to play the mandolin, yeah. um, and that was I was adamant about that, and so I bothered my parents. How, how for old? A good how, year. how old are you then? I was eight, eight when, years old when I first okay. really. I, I think I'd encountered mandolins, but it was it was him 
<laughs> making it do what it can do that really uh, set me on fire for it. And I got to do that. So, you're, yeah, you're I, I, that's yeah. that's for me. And um, all my other siblings played piano and stuff, and I was just no, I didn't want to do that. I want to play mandolin. <laughs> so that's so how I got into that. You got into it in a, at an early age, mm-hmm. and, and obviously, you know, mastered it. So it takes a lot of practice. And I an love the mandolin. It's just it's just a beautiful instrument, yeah. and uh, I wish I could play it, but I can't. <laughs> I, I really respect you for being oh, able to do thanks. that. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know, you said master. I, <laughs> I, I mean, as you know, that's like the, the goalpost yeah. is always moving. It always is. <laughs> so, uh, so far to go, but, uh, but I, I'm so, I feel so lucky that I started at a young age, a young enough age that by now I can do something with it, you that's know? Cool. And yeah. um, a lot, cool. I don't know, a lot of people don't do that or have that and just for me that's i really feel lucky looking back this that i stuck with it now on this new record do you play some mandolin on it oh yeah and uh on <clears> that, that last song mm-hmm. on that last song there's mandolin solo in the middle and so that's, that's you playing so anytime you're in mandolin that's me on it that um, was a heck of a solo oh thank you <laughs> good job thank you absolutely when did you start playing guitar i i started guitar um, later in high school, maybe around 17, 18. Because mm-hmm. chicks dig guitars. Or... <laughs> I, you know, the funny thing about that is that has never been a motivation never a motivation. For me. Never. Never. It, you know, it's always been about music yeah. for me. And um, I'd love to hear that. And uh, so I never had that in common where I was doing it for that other yeah. reason. Um, yeah. And But they do dig guitars, so that's a nice side effect. Um <laughs> But um, I, I started playing guitar when I started writing songs and yeah. uh, and singing. Was that in high school you started writing songs? Yeah, I, I, I think I wrote my first song around 18. And uh, Do you remember was, what it was? I can't play it for <laughs> I you. I, I, I can't remember my I first. thought about it. I do remember it, but I, just, yeah. I wouldn't try to perform it today. <laughs> yeah. I would never ask you to either. Yeah, thank you. Thank no. you. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it's a cool story about the first song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was about a girl, a girlfriend. Yeah, um, you know that's something you're going through at that time in your life. Um, yeah, you know, kind of first serious, I guess, relationships. You know, in the in the high school where it means a lot to you. So right. Um, yeah, and then I really started writing songs. It was kind of a slow process, but I really started writing songs. Um, you know, early twenties. Early twenties, about twenty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where, whereas I, I really started to dive into it, mm-hmm. study the craft, study the craft. I came to Nashville and um, heard. Uh, are you familiar with Steve Leslie? I am not. He's a he's another I, I one I got to find out about. <laughs> yeah, great songwriter. And I heard him say for the first time, um, uh, talk about writing to a title. You know, and that was a new concept to me. Before I was kind of just writing and uh, writing to a title, and it was like, oh, there's a. There's a um, there's some uh, I wouldn't say rules, but there's some some things to aim for. Here, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, so then you know began studying it. I've, I've always heard that that title, that hook. That's that's like if if you're on a map and you're 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 plotting out a trip to Detroit, that's Detroit, and mm-hmm. everything along the way has got to lead to that. To yeah, that, uh, to that hook, right? Yeah, that title. it's all got to make sense. Yeah, it's got to all make sense. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't we delve into uh, some more of your music? You've got that Taylor guitar set up there. Yes, I do. We're around the dining room table. We got you mic'd and ready, and I'd like to hear another song. What do you want to play for us? I'm going to play the title track. All right, good vibrations. Good. Oh, 
loving spiritual She wears juju beads and she believes in miracles And now I do too Well she's the kind of girl that can take your world and turn it right side up It's what she does She's got a dream catcher on a rearview mirror Ever since I met her I just want to be near her Got a smile that's warm like the sun She put the lime in the coconut rum She calm, she cool, whatever the mood Everything she do make me feel good She's into yoga and meditation She's all about the good vibration She opened my eyes Let in the light It feels like I've been baptized By her love Yeah, she got the touch Sprinkles fairy dust on everything And that's fine by me Got a dream catcher on a review mirror Since I met her I just wanna be near her Got a smile that's warm like the sun She put the lime in the coconut rum Calm, she cool, whatever the mood Everything she do make me feel good She's my yoga, my meditation She got me all about the good vibrations Good vibrations Good vibes for only one life Let me tell you about a time when all I saw was stop signs She wrecked my paradigm With such a simple message Life is what you make it, you create It's all in your perspective New York City's harbor Out to Santa Barbara Every little farm town in between Yeah, you know you got her She's the girl that puts love above the world's hate She'll show you God even if you don't reciprocate She's got a dream catcher on a review mirror Since I met her I just wanna be near her Got a smile that's warm like the sun She put the lime in the coconut rum Calm, she cool, whatever the mood Everything she do make me feel good She's my yoga, my meditation She got me all about the good vibrations Yeah Good vibrations, yeah all about the good vibrations It's all about the good vibrations Oh yeah! Good vibrations provided by our guest, <laughs> Eric Stuckey, on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Thank you for uh, for listening in. Hope you'll spread it around and let people know. Uh, I really do appreciate you. You're downloading it and telling people about it. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool song. Another feel-good song, and um, it's good to hear it live. I love hearing uh, songwriters and artists perform their stuff live, just like you, raw, with just a Taylor guitar. Yeah. And you make it uh, come alive. Here in the uh, in the dining room table. <laughs> the dining room. It's like our version of the, the mini desk concert, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, I, I, there's a cool story behind that song and how that came about, and I'd really love to have you share it. Uh, interesting co-writer on that one, and yeah. you guys had really something in common, didn't you? We did. I, uh, I met Tiffany Gassette at uh, the, the Durango Songwriters Expo. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, um, kind of a weekend of getting together and um, learning about songwriting. And she was really great. And I found out she lived in Nashville. Um, this was out in Colorado. And it's like, man, we got to get together and write, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we met up for coffee and uh, just to kind of get to know each other. And we got to talking. 
And she spent a lot of her childhood living in St. Thomas, which is an island, the Virgin Islands. And and I spent um, not as much time as her, but a lot of time there because my grandparents uh, uh, chartered a sailboat there for their, you know, for 20 years. Wow. And uh, so we'd go down every year and, you know, spend weeks there with them, uh, sailing around the different islands and um, really cool. Um, Wow. And so, you know, it was like, all right, we got to write an island song. <laughs> an island song. <laughs> that, yeah. you know, it just was like, man, that's a no-brainer. So <laughs> that's uh, where a lot of that, that came from. And um, my aunt still lives there. Does she? She lives in St. Thomas. And wow. So that, yeah, a really, you know, one of, the, one of the many things that you don't appreciate as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get older, it's like, boy, you know, they did that before cell phones. But before, yeah. uh, you know, everything was so easy. Yeah. They are like, we want to go there and... Charter sailboats. So That's something. Pretty, pretty cool grandparents. Very in my cool. <laughs> that is something. What a story. Yeah. Beautiful. So, in writing that song, um, you want something uh, with that island vibe. Talk about the challenge because you, right away you think good vibrations. You think the Beatles. I mean, the Beach Boys. Did, did yeah. that enter your mind as you go? Oh, we got to write this different. We no. got to. <laughs> you know, uh, not at all. Huh? <laughs> no, it didn't hit me. Uh, you know, I. It didn't hit me until after the song was written. Well, that's probably a good thing. Um, yeah, and it was like, oh, well, that has like one of the most popular songs. Yeah. You know, the, the title of the, one of the most popular songs ever, probably. But um, well, what it did for me, and in, in, in a lot of publishers will tell me, you know, I would look at the titles, and if it doesn't appeal to me, like I really want to hear that song, you know, then I pass. And as soon as I saw it, it's good, Robert, I've got to hear this song. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know, good. so, uh, and it, it just made me feel good. So, oh, yeah. good. I, yeah. I tell people when I uh, introduce it, that my goal is to get the you know the YouTube streams above the the, uh, the Beach Boys uh, uh, version of how you doing vibrations. with that? <laughs> I've got a ways to go, but uh, yeah. you know, one step at a time. So. Yeah, and people can find you on uh, YouTube, Eric yep. Stuckey. It's uh, with a K, right? That's right, E R I K. E R I K and S T U C K Y, no E. You got it. Okay, and you have a website too, don't you? I do, ericstuckey Oh, good. So people can find uh, information there, merchandise, your CDs. And you've got yep. two of them, right? I do. This is the second album I've done, so uh-huh. I've got both for sale up there. Okay. And the first one, that wasn't done in Nashville? No, that was actually done in, out in California. In California. Yep. Okay. And I got to work with uh, two of my musical heroes and mentors really? on that. So that that's a, um, a really special project. One of them, Dennis Kaplinger, uh, just passed away the other day. Oh, so I was no. so happy to have got to do that and mm-hmm. now I've got that those memories you know forever yeah. getting to hang out in the studio yeah. but John Moore produced it and um, and Dennis Kaplinger play you know they both played on it and engineered and um, wow. you know LA studio musicians just oh, yeah. so good Fantastic. Uh, so good so yeah. um, that was a, a very special project um, more and uh, kind of more a little closer to my roots in the bluegrass vein mm-hmm. um, and folk a little more folky. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, you know, in comparison to good vibrations. Wow. Well, cool. Let's play another one. I want to hear some more. Eric Stuckey is our guest. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. I'm Dave Lemahan. This is Eric Stuckey. This is called Easy On Me.
Well, if I sat down to write a list of the pros and cons since we started this, it'd be short and concise. Take almost no time. Here's what it'd say in four simple lines. You make it easy, easy, easy on me to be completely carefree and light on my feet. There ain't nothing that has ever come so naturally. You make it easy. Well, I hope it's clear, no shadow or doubt why I just can't go back to life on the ground since you lifted my heart right from the start. Don't have to try. It's just who you are. You make it easy, easy, easy on me to be completely carefree. Light on my feet. There ain't nothing that has ever come so naturally. You make it easy, easy, easy on me. sky drift and wander wherever my mind would go you make it easy 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 on me to be completely carefree and light on my feet there ain't nothing that's ever come so naturally you make it easy 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 you make it easy 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 on me to be completely carefree and light on my feet. There ain't nothing that's ever come so naturally. You make it easy, easy, easy on me. Derek Stuckey is our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. I think if you want to put it into a category, we'd have to say it's feel-good music. I mean, what you play. I mean, you can't be sad listening to uh, this record. You can't be. That was the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. You know, we've talked in this show in the past, uh, since it originates in Nashville, and you came here from uh, Colorado. Um, let me ask you what I've asked uh, artists before. Uh, what was the draw of Nashville? What brought you here? What about Nashville? Song Songwriting. Songwriting. Songwriting drew me here. Um, and I don't know, there's just something about it that just felt like the place I needed to be. Mm-hmm. I had... Uh, I had met, you know, I had maybe three connections here Yeah. Um, that I'd met outside of Nashville that I knew were here. My producer was one of them, uh, Bob Ray, my co-writer, and uh, Bernie Nelson, who's a... Bernie Nelson, sure, know that name. Yeah, big yeah, time writer. Big time writer. Daddy yeah. wasn't, uh, daddy wasn't the Cadillac kind? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So those were kind of the three people I knew, um, and I don't know if that influenced it, but it's just like, you know, I... I've got to go there. So it, sure. it was the songwriting. 
Yeah. So you came uh, and visited and, or did you just pack up and move? <laughs> I packed up and moved. I had go. been here Brave. Um, a few years earlier for mm-hmm. a short time. And so I, I was kind of, you know, familiar with it in a way, but, um, mm-hmm. but no, I, I loaded up my Ford Ranger with a suitcase and my nice. instruments and I just drove. Boom. And I don't know that in my, you know, I, I kind of was going to try it out, but, mm-hmm. but I, I never left. Yeah. So, and yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Now, uh, it, it doesn't it feel great? I mean, oh, there, yeah. It's like you say, there's something about it. Um, and I've heard other people say, you know, there's just um, kind of a magic about this town that, that you could just feel the camaraderie, um, the way people are, that, that um, creativity is just in the air. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a recent guest said, uh, you know, I felt like I wrote better here. And then I'd get home and farther away from it and it would get farther away. And I said, you know, I, I can identify with that. Yeah, so. there's a bit of a, a vortex. There is. That- Vortex, yeah, exactly. Um, what was there a big culture shock when you first got got here? When, oh, uh, somewhat, but uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm I'm from a, a pretty small town uh-huh. in Colorado, and Nashville, in a lot of ways, feels like a small town. Uh, yeah, and so immediately I was comfortable with that, and uh, it Good. it didn't feel like a, a huge metropolis, you know, and, and it's not compared to maybe Chicago or Dallas-Fort Worth area. Or L.A. Or right. L.A. Yeah. or New York. So yeah. it is kind of a small town, but just uh, the, I think it's the people that they also have that here. So They do. I, I immediately like that. Um, it's, it's definitely, there's cultural aspects that are different here, but... Um, and I notice them more now when I go home, <laughs> you know, um, uh, to that dusty, uh, you know, uh, cowboy town cowboy out, t- out in Western Colorado. But um, absolutely, but yeah. So I, I've I really loved it here. Um, love the incredible talent, and it just makes you always have to be getting better. And that's what oh, yeah. music is for me. It's like growth, you know, you, it is. you have to grow and uh, it makes you do that. And so I, that's Nashville is um, a wonderful place for that. So. The, uh, uh, the pressure is self-contained. I think it's just like, you're always like wanting to write the next song better than the, the last one. Mm. And uh, fortunately you've got some great help uh, around you and everybody seems to be so supportive of everybody else, you know? Uh, yeah. And that's what I love that's about true. this community. It's great, a great community. Mm-hmm. Here. It really is. How about another song? Right. I'd love to hear something else. Let's do, um, this is Living Life. Living Life. Finally here, lean back in a lawn chair Plant your tiki torch in the ground Turn the telephones on airplane mode We ain't got nowhere to go Everybody's gathered around To take a day and celebrate What living life is all about I got my lady on my lap my friends are kicking back It's what living life is all about Yeah, it's a kind of hazy More than lazy Making future good old days Swapping lies from memories Here's to 
grassy feet and cheers to being friends and family is all you need to cure all kind of remedy. When you take a day and celebrate what living life is all about, I got my lady on my lap, all my friends are kicking back. What living life is all about. Then you squeeze them tight and say goodnight Wish them well till next time When everything feels just right Yeah, you take a day and celebrate What living life is all about I got my lady on my lap All my friends are kicking back Living life is all about Yeah, we take a day And celebrate What living life is all about I got my lady on my lap All my friends are kicking back It's what living life is all about Yeah, it's what living life is all about It's what living life is all about Or that feel-good stuff from Eric Stuckey, who is our guest on the Songwriter Connection podcast. His new record is called Good Vibrations. It's a good one, and it's out there everywhere, right? That's right. Including Spotify, and you've also got... Do you have a YouTube channel, or you just... You have video, yeah. You have a YouTube channel. Yes, I do. Check it out. Go there. You will love this guy's stuff. Challenges of being an artist-songwriter today. Anything you can think of. What, what are the biggest challenges you face today? Boy, um... There's a lot of them. <laughs> a loaded question, huh? Yeah. yeah. The biggest ones, um, I think, is probably creating the space to to get creative. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things to distract you, you oh, know. Yeah. And um, so I, I think it's just a kind of constant battle to... Um, get that bubble around you in, mm-hmm. in some ways. And, um, do you have a favorite place to write? Not really. No, no, I, I don't. Um, I don't really, I, I kind of, I have a few different places I write mm-hmm. and, um, they've all gotten me, you know, good material at different points. I'd say some of the, um, easiest songs that I write happen in the car, not even at a, you know, at a writer's room, but yes. easy on me. I had just finished a co-write and, um, you know, it was a pretty good song, but it just, we just hadn't nailed it. And I got in the car and it's like, you know, Boom. here comes the song that I've been wanting to write, <laughs> you know, and, and you write it on your drive home. So that happens. Um, I don't know. Kind of, I almost feel like, you know, you've got to be doing it and, and, um, facilitating it. But some of my favorite things come when, um, when I'm not paying attention. Isn't that something? Yeah. And you know, on the last episode of this podcast, if you haven't heard it with Nancy Deccan, publisher and um, CEO of uh, Discover Sooner, she talked about the car voice. 
she get in the car and she's driving and she, the car voice starts talking to her. Mm. And I go, I can identify. And I think you can too. Yeah. And I've come up with some great lines and, and even wrote the whole second verse to one of my songs, mm-hmm. driving from Cincinnati into uh, Cleveland. So, um, yeah, you've got that car voice going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. And I don't know what it is. It's like you say, you've got that distraction or something. Mm-hmm. You're not concentrating and it just hits you. Mm-hmm. Isn't this something how creative uh, creativity is? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, can be magical. You know, that's <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, it d- distracts your, the, the party that needs to control something. You're driving yeah. the car, so that's occupied. And then <laughs> yeah, it comes in. <laughs> the other thing I want to ask you is about co-writing. Because here in Nashville, it's all about co-writing. Uh-huh. And did you write a lot a solo before you came here? Or did you have you always been on the, the co-writing? Menu? No, I, I, I wrote a lot solo. And I still write uh-huh. primarily solo. Yeah. Um, I, I think my first co-write was with Bob Ray. Um, Bob Ray. And... Uh, so I, you know, was really nervous going into that, and um, we got one of the, you know, a, a, one of my favorite songs that I've ever written out of that. And it's like, all right, let's get together next week. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but so that you know, having that success uh, with him, mm-hmm. um, you know, gave me more confidence to just you know try it with other people. And and yeah. sometimes it works, sometimes it kind of works, sometimes it's an ongoing relationship. But it is, but, uh, you know, for. Um, you know, nobody's at fault. It's just chemistry. No, chemistry, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, and you and you move on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it, it it really is. It seems to be the thing today. So mm-hmm. um, lots and lots and lots of co-writes today, and now you're seeing like more and more people in the room. I'm seeing co-writes of hit songs now with five, six people on it. I'm like, wow. I mean, that's more than I'd like to have. Mm-hmm. You know? Three seems like a good uh, mixture for me. You always got one holding dear to something and another one holding dear to something else. And you've got a guy in the middle that can help break the tie, you yeah, know? Yeah. So uh, it's very interesting. Do you, um, like, you talked about distractions into the creativity. Do you ever just like uh, set appointments with yourself to write today? And this no. time, this time I'm writing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. I, that's, um, I think one of the benefits of co-writing even just with one other person is that you show up for four hours and you're there yeah. you're committed to it you that's know right. you can't back out because you made a commitment to the other person mm-hmm. so just having the appointment uh is uh worth the co-write you know and, and see uh, it through yeah. yeah and see it through and yep. try and try again and uh, you know even if you even if you're kind of up against a wall you uh you've been you've been cycling ideas yes. and um and so I, I, but yeah, I, I set a lot of appointments with myself. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever go, no, I can't make that today. <laughs> <laughs> I really try not to. We need another day. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I call, really call my girl. We'll set it up. You know, so. Yeah. I've got laundry to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Let's do lunch. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure getting to know you a little uh, bit and uh, getting to, to, to learn your style a little bit and find out more about you. That's what this show's about, making a contact, a con, a connection uh, with an artist and a songwriter. And it's good to hear your philosophies on songwriting. Um, so, But, you know, I want to hear one more song. Take us out with one more. Eric Stuckey is our guest. Find him online. Find him on Spotify. His new record is amazing called Good Vibrations. And it's really feel-good stuff. Eric, thanks for joining us. Take us out with a song. I'm going to play uh, This is Heavy as the Crown. This is a little uh, one I wrote with Bob, and um, it's maybe one of the deeper songs on the album, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with this.
Tell me what you see Does your vision hold a place for me I can't seem to let it be Turn it loose, set it free This weight on me Heavy as the crown of the kingdom Holding out all that we believe in The walls are standing proud Everything falls down Heavy is the crown Tell me with your words What you have That you don't deserve Abandoned by the purpose You want to serve Broken trust Can't be returned What have you learned? Heavy is the crown of the kingdom Holding out all that we believe in The walls are standing proud Everything falls down Heavy is the crown of the kingdom Holding out all that we believe in The walls are standing proud Everything falls down Heavy is the crown Heavy is the crown Eric Stuckey on the Songwriter Connection podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dave Lenahan. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.